this Interpol agent just became the most dangerous game. Today I'm talking about The Prey. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about uh, an international movie called The Prey. Um, It's from Cambodia, and uh, it's kind of a most dangerous game riff, and I thought it was kind of interesting, but also didn't quite stick the landing for reasons I'll get into. So without further ado, let's get started. Some stories keep on giving. Whether it's riffs on the idea or even tropes within it, famous stories, especially ones in the public domain like Robin Hood or Macbeth, get a new take every few years. Sometimes it works, a la a lot of the recent Macbeth adaptations have been great. And other times they fall flat because they fail to adapt the story's main appeal for a modern audience. Like most of the Robin Hood adaptations. See, I picked that for a reason. But there's one that always seems to work. Riffs on the most dangerous game. The infamous story about a man hunting his fellow humans for sport has gotten straightforward adaptations, a la the black and white film from the 30s, and riffs that everything from Battle Royale and Death Race have used to their advantage. And now we've got a rendition from Cambodia called The Prey, that's a few shades from greatness. The film centers around Jin, an Interpol agent in the middle of a deep cover assignment to take down a drug cartel. But his journey goes off the rails when Jin is selected for the corrupt prison warden's side business, allowing people to hunt his inmates for sport. Now Jin and his allies will have to fight to stay alive and bring the warden and his goons to justice. So most critiques you can level at this movie involve how familiar it is. There are plenty of movies featuring humans hunting humans, so it takes a lot to blow critics away. That said, The Prey is one of the better versions I've seen. Here's a few reasons why, and one big reason why it stumbles. So let's start with our hero. Typically, when we put a protagonist in one of these situations, we're dealing with someone who is, one, not doing this willingly, and two, woefully unprepared for this. Basically, they'd be better off running as long as humanly possible instead of trying to fight. But Jin, well, he's a highly trained Interpol agent. This means that a lot of the things that our everyman heroes can't do while maintaining realism are in his wheelhouse. That includes setting complicated traps, knowing how to use a wide variety of weapons, including firearms and melee weapons, and general fighting abilities. In particular, the movie has Jin use a Cambodian fighting style known as Bogotar, which is a lot of fun to watch. It looks a lot like the stance and grapple, and stance and grapple heavy uh, st- styles from all around Asia, including Muay Thai. All of this means that the scenes look like our... Scenes like our hero loading up with weapons have real weight because we know this guy knows how to use them. He's also got layers of shit to deal with. One of the ways to liven up your most dangerous game take is to give the lead characters more than one big problem to deal with. In something like The Hunger Games, Katniss is up against her fellow competitors, but also the system that made the game happen in the first place. Prey follows a very similar approach. While the hunters have been brought in and are off their rocker, Jin's biggest threat is the warden, who has no problem using local police and even more weapons to stack the odds in his favor, even against civilians. And for someone like Jin, who wants to defend people, that means simple escape isn't an option. It's also a good way to keep the movie going and introduce new challenges without feeling forced. So what's the problem? Well, what is this movie trying to say? 
The Prey feels like a movie that had its action thriller set up and beats all in mind, and then realized towards the end of filming, oh crap, we should say something, shouldn't we? I say this because most of the movie, for most of the movie, the emphasis seems to be on calling out corruption and pointing out the power of collaboration. In particular, between Jin, a cop, and one of his fellow inmates, a known criminal, working together to stay alive and help each other. But at the end, the film makes a drastic left turn into saying something completely different. Out of nowhere, the big bad starts talking about what this reveals about Jin and what he's capable of, aka, look at how violent you are. All of all before the movie hits us with a really makes you think kind of approach. Which seems to forego the idea that Jin has been fighting for survival the whole time and has been completely justified. It doesn't have the same cruel edge that something like The Hills Have Eyes does. The conclusion, though, is it's still solid. Though it leans heavily on genre tropes, The Prey is a solid action thriller. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.